you are not new here. If you are new here, hi, my name is Kenzie. I am your host, and today I am recording a very exciting episode with literally my, like, this girl is literally, like, my twin from the States because we are so similar. It's crazy. So, Rhea is super into personal development. She is also a content creator. Um, She works a lot on TikTok. She has her own small business, which we get into. We talk a lot about how she started it and the ins and outs of like just owning and running a small business and some things that she didn't expect that came up. So if you or someone you know is starting a small business, definitely give this episode a listen because there's a lot of good stuff in this one. So without further ado, I'm just going to get straight into my highs and lows of the week. So my high of the week would definitely be... Okay, this might sound a little woo-woo and like for those of you that are not into like astrology. I always get astrology and astronomy mixed up, but I'm pretty sure it's astrology. Okay, yeah, astrology. Um, I've been seeing so many freaking angel numbers in the past week. It's crazy. Like, the amount... I'll just be, like, randomly scrolling on TikTok and, like, the likes will be at, like, 777k or something like that. Or I'll, like, look at my views and it'll be, like, 222 or something like that. And it's, like, it's cool because, okay, so let me let me back up a little bit. So for those of you that don't really know the meaning of angel numbers, angel numbers is essentially your spirit guides or your angels trying to communicate with you. I'm still trying to grasp like what each and every number means and like what it means in terms of my life, but I just think it's like so interesting like to see when they come up. But today, as I was driving home from getting gas, I noticed the number 333 three times. So there was 3333 on the moving truck that passed by me. There was a license plate of the car behind in front of me that was 333. And then when I got home to take my vitamins, I looked at the back of the vitamin case to see how much the RDA is for vitamin D and how much vitamin D is in that capsule. And when I looked at the back, the amount was 3.33 micrograms of vitamin D. And I was like, okay, if this isn't a sign, I don't know what the heck it is. So apparently I'm doing something right in my life, which is really good to know. Um, But I'm still kind of just trying to learn about like what each and every angel number means and like how it relates to my life. So I thought that was cool. Um, Another high of the week would definitely be I started a new book. So I started reading the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And this book is actually, it's been recommended to me multiple times by multiple different people. It's a bestseller. If you don't know what it is, maybe you've been living under a rock or maybe you don't really read books. That's okay. Um, But this book is very fascinating and it's also very straight to the point. Like, I don't like when authors put a bunch of fluff in their books and then it makes it, like, really hard to, like, pay attention to. Like, when I'm reading, if I'm not engaged in the content, I'll just be skimming the page and I'll be thinking about something else and then I'll go back and be like, wait, what did he just say? So, the fact that it's really, like, intriguing and enticing to read It's super awesome. And also at the end of every chapter, he does a little summary of like what he went over in the chapter, which like reinforces what he said, which is really cool. I don't see a lot of authors doing that. So I really like this book. I highly recommend this book. I haven't read the whole thing yet, but when I do read the whole thing, I will definitely talk about it more. So if you haven't read this book, 
pick it up from your local bookstore and give it a try because it was actually, it's really beneficial. It really helps. So those are my highs of the week. My low of the week. mm, Okay, so I messed up my back pretty bad the other day. I don't know exactly what happened because it just randomly started hurting when I was doing back squats. And I think it was my rhomboid, actually. So the muscle that's kind of like right beside your scapula, if you know it, like your shoulder blade, it has the biggest knot in it right now. I literally had to like force my mom to try and like break it. It was so bad. Like it was so painful. I literally could not move. I had to cancel my personal training appointment yesterday just because I literally couldn't move. So yeah, that was kind of shitty to say the least, but it's feeling better today. I'm going to attempt to go back to the gym today. If it hurts again, I'll just go home because not worth it, but at least it's not like a spinal thing because that like really freaks me out. Um, so yeah, that's my only low of the week. Things have been pretty good recently. Um, I've been really on top of my schoolwork. I've been really motivated. It's The weather's been kind of eh, like it's not great, but we're surviving, I guess. We're surviving and thriving, so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna make this intro super long, um, so without further ado, here is Rhea. All right, hi guys. So today I'm here with Rhea, so we're gonna do like a tiny intro and then get right into it. So first of all, what is your full name? Okay, so hi everyone. I'm Rhea Batog. Where are you from? I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. that's actually so cool I've always wanted to go to Vegas but like never gotten the chance to but that's awesome last episode I was was, was like Vegas I was like Vegas is so cool yeah I've always wanted to go but like I feel like it's not worth until you're 21 because like I'm not 21 yet so like what's the point yeah (laughs) yeah and then what do you do so I am an entrepreneur I have a social media management. I do that freelancing. Um, I'm a content creator and I'm also a podcast host. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one thing we like bonded over was the fact that we both have podcasts and we did a little podcast swap. So if you want to listen to Ria's podcast, I'll link the description in the show notes. You can also go and see that as well if you want. So we're going to just dive right into it. So today we're going to talk about personal development because Ria's podcast is very much focused on personal development as well. So first of all, how did you get into it? And like, how were you introduced to the whole thing? I want to say I got into personal development as a whole by working out and getting into fitness. So I first started getting into fitness forever ago. Um, It was like five years ago. And that was when I just barely started knowing how to do anything. And then I first um, started getting consistent about it when COVID shutdowns happened. And I think that might have been like the starting point of me taking the reins and saying, I want to do something about my life and I want to get better. Mm -hmm. So when COVID shutdowns happened, I was not in the best shape. And I was like, I want to walk out of this like in a, in a year and be a changed person. <laughs> I have Literally. So time on my hands. So that's when I started working out consistently. And then because I had so much time and, you know, I was so bored at home, I started like reading more. I started doing daily runs and I started getting into more of my spirituality. So learning more about 
the spiritual side of things. And I know that's not for everyone, but I know for me, it's something that really helped me. So I just ventured into a lot of different things, a lot of different self-care activities during that time. And I think that's probably where it all started. Yeah, I think it's literally the exact same for me. Like you guys know, if you're listening to this, like, you know, that I started my personal development journey when I started my network marketing business. And like, I feel like a lot of the times for like when COVID first started, a lot of people just like shut down. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people took the time to like slow down and rest and like reevaluate what they were doing. Cause a lot of people lost their jobs. Like I know I lost all three of my jobs that I was working at the time when COVID started, but you know, like there's a difference between like letting situations like that get the best of you or actually like turning it around and doing something about it and making yourself better, you know? Cause I think a lot of people just kind of like said to themselves, Oh, I'm just going to take time to rest. But really honestly, like going and like taking your life by the reins and like changing things like takes a lot of courage especially in a pandemic so like props to you sister like (laughs) yeah it was a good opportunity for me to start working out consistently and like I said doing all those things and honestly I don't know like what kind of person I'd be if COVID shutdowns didn't happen that's so crazy think about that too yeah but I was probably going to be a different, completely different person. So it's all about how you utilize your time and what you're doing. Cause at the time I had an abundance of time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think we all did. So the fact that you like started getting into personal development is like so amazing because it's the best time to do so. Like you're not doing anything like school was all online. And you know, if you don't have like a lot of things to do and you have a lot of time on your hands, like the best way to utilize that time is to develop yourself and grow and try new things like I know for a minute there like I was like I'm gonna start baking I really want to get into baking and I just did that shit for like days and days and days and like I know that's a silly example but even just like starting fresh and starting something new is like completely amazing so I love that um so I want to get into like learning because I know you really love learning so what are ways that you can gain new knowledge and use that knowledge to change your perspective? Yeah, so learning new things and being a lifelong learner is probably one of my favorite things about the overall personal development niche. There's just like so much I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And whether it be about something that I can apply to my life, like I said earlier, like investing or personal finance, something that I can physically learn or just something random um, just like fun facts I think that's really exciting and invigorating to learn new things um ways to gain new knowledge there's a lot of different ways especially because that we have the opportunity to just randomly look stuff up from our phones or you know like hey Siri <laughs> it's literally so like access um an abundance of knowledge so I would say YouTube is obviously a good example. There's a lot of good YouTubers who specialize in like specific niches and are just post a lot of informational videos. I would also just recommend free resources. I think that's like the biggest thing that I would recommend because I know for a lot of people, if they want to learn from like an expert or like dive head in for a specific topic, they'll like usually buy a course, which 
you know, for some people, that's an acceptable investment. But for a lot of people, I think starting off with like free resources, like on YouTube and stuff is a really good place to start. Um, And it changes your perspective because you're learning new things and like learning new cultures, learning how the world works in different ways, because like growing up, I'm just used to what I know and how my mom raised me, but Mm -hmm. learning different things and how different people are like, that's just interesting to change your perspective. So I think that would be generally how to change your perspective is just to learn in general. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea to constantly be learning because I mean, like I said, like when we recorded your podcast, like there is a whole world out there that you don't know. And I know it's probably really hard for us right now because of what's going on with COVID and everything. But like the fact that you have a phone right in front of you where you can see exactly what's going on, like halfway across the world, like that is a gift. That is such a gift. And like knowledge to me is power, you know, like the more, you know, I think, the more that attributes to how successful you'll be and being committed to lifelong learning means that you have an open mindset and that you are open to learning new things and trying out new things, which makes you develop your character as well. Like it's not even just like the way you think about things, but also how you present yourself, how you speak to people and everything like that. So yeah, I totally agree. Um, so in terms of mindset, because I know when we talk about personal development, we talk a lot about change in mindset and growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So what advice do you have for someone that has a fixed mindset right now and is looking to change that into a growth mindset? I would say my first piece of advice is to surround yourself with not only people, but just everything, just everything you're consuming. Um, and because the default is like toxic content and like toxic media like that's just how it is in life and so I would say like start progressing and unfollowing people that have like the fixed mindset like you said um and like keep you down and start following people and listening to different people who are where you want to be in life so that way you can be inspired to grow and want to change your mindset and want to be better I think that's my biggest piece of advice piece of advice is like just be a sponge because it's one thing to be a sponge with like negative energy and energy that will make you think that you're in one place and that's where you're probably going to be for the rest of your life (laughs) yeah a sponge for someone who is constantly inspired and also given the resources to grow I think that would be my biggest piece of advice yeah Yeah. And then going back what you said, like about social media, you have to use it in a way that's beneficial to you. You know what I mean? And I know that like for me, I follow a lot of people that live in my area and not all those people are posting like positive things. Like I get a lot of people posting about activism, posting about climate change, which is amazing. And that's like good for you. But for me, like those things like kind of give me anxiety sometimes like looking at it and like it's not that I want to just kind of ignore everything that's going on in the world that's not it at all but in a in a sense like it just makes me feel anxious so what I do when I see someone that's posting something like negative or something that I don't really necessarily want to see is I use the mute function 
on Instagram because you can mute people's stories. And a lot of people don't know that. But if you like tap on the person's story bubble on your homepage, it'll say like mute stories. And then you won't like see that person's story when it comes up on your homepage. So I think like definitely using that function is key because I don't know about you guys, but when I'm on Instagram, like I'm scrolling through like my like what's it called? Like my homepage. And then I'm also looking at stories. And if I see someone that's like posting something negative or like making fun of someone, I'm like, why am I even following that person? So definitely like give your Instagram like a huge purge. Like I did that last year and I felt so much better after that and surrounding yourself with people as well that also want to learn and also want to have that growth mindset, like is definitely key as well. So I definitely agree with that. Wow, I did not know you could do that. <laughs> so now I know I, I know that I can read people's stories that are I don't really want to see their stories, but anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really good to know. And yeah, I think it goes hand in hand with again being a sponge, but also for a lot of people, the environment you're in is a fixed mindset, a fixed mindset um, environment. So switching that into an environment where you are encouraged to grow and Instagram is going to be one of them. Social media is going to be one of them. Your, even your phone contacts, just like people in your life um, and switching them out to, is this person helping me grow as a person? I think that would be a good place to start is look at your surroundings and make it an environment where you're comfortable and growing. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. And I also think like, like I said on your podcast as well, like you surround yourself with the people that make you grow, you're also going to grow. And like, if you surround yourself with people that also have a fixed mindset, like you're just going to also have that fixed mindset. So just be really mindful of like the people that you surround yourself with as well. But say like, let's, let's give it like an example. Say you had a friend that is always negative and is always talking shit about other people. Like, how do you separate yourself? And how do you like, separate that relationship and tell that person that like you know you don't really necessarily want to surround yourself with that sort of energy like with not sounding rude does that make sense like how would you do that because it's hard it's like it is hard Uh, I was in this situation and like I did not go about it the right way so I won't give that as a piece of advice where I just kind of you know, give them the good old ghost. <laughs> but that's that's definitely a way to do it. I wouldn't say it's the best way to do it. Um, but I would say maybe say, hey, like if they're talking shit about someone or they're doing something that you're not like particularly a fan of, maybe say like, hey, like it's not that deep. Like, why are we, why do you care so much? Like, but word of course, in like a friendly manner and always be supportive in your language, but also, you know, just be a little inquisitive (laughs) when communicate with someone. Because I know for me, if my friend is saying something that I disagree with, they're my friend, I'm going to agree with them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But maybe for once, be a little inquisitive and say, oh, like, why do you feel that way? Um, And maybe try to get to the root of things because I know they might just be insecure. They might just be going through a tough time in their life. So I think maybe finding the root there, um, maybe also encouraging them to find healthy ways to either cope or, you know, healthy activities that they can do like self-care maybe encourage them to seek a therapist if they're kind of emotionally dumping on you a lot. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was a big thing. And I know I felt personally bad. It was so stupid, but I felt bad that I didn't want to be this person's friend anymore. Um, so I, that's a big thing on why I kept on being their friend. Um, mm-hmm. but I think to an extent, um, of course, being a good friend is being there for them. But at the same time, if someone's emotionally dumping on you and it's getting to the point where it's extremely one-sided, especially I would in that case suggest them reaching out to like a professional or a therapist or something like that. Yeah. And there's also the point that you don't necessarily have to like cut people off entirely, you know, like you still have friends that like you chat with occasionally and like you hang out with or you might party with. But like, if you can't have an intellectual conversation with that person and they can't hold a conversation like that, or they don't even care to have conversations like that, I don't really think that that's someone you should be surrounding yourself with, you know, because, you know, life is more than just partying and talking shit about people like guys, I hate to break it to you, but we're not in high school anymore. I mean, (laughs) if you are still in high school, like good for you, but like good for you for listening to this podcast, first of all, because like, I was like, what the hell is a podcast when I was in high school? Um, So you're already ahead of the game, but like, you get to choose who you surround yourself with. Remember that you're not forced to be with anyone, especially when you graduated. Like I had so much freedom with who I could surround myself with. So I started cutting people off left, right, and center. Like it was bad, but that's not to say that I still don't appreciate those people and that I don't like speak to them anymore because you have certain friends for different situations you feel me like you have certain friends that you can talk to like with your problems and stuff and you also have friends that you can go and have fun with but you can't necessarily like open up to them and be vulnerable with them and that's okay but just make sure that the people that like you're surrounding yourself with that you're spending the most time with are people that are in alignment with where you're going first of all and second of all like don't have that negative aspect to them you know what I mean yeah, it doesn't have to be like a complete, like, I'm never speaking to you again. Like, I hate you. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, you don't have to end a relationship slash friendship on bad terms. It could just be, we're not on the same wavelength anymore. Like, you're going somewhere else in life. I'm going somewhere else in life. It's no hard feelings. Like, I still care about you as a person. You're a great person. It's just, it doesn't really make sense for us to be in each other's lives anymore. Yeah, for sure. So, I think right now in our day and age, mental health is something that is talked about frequently. And I think there's some sort of correlation with mental health and practicing healthy habits and personal development. So how do you think that the two are related? Like how does personal development also relate to mental health as well? When you start working on yourself and when you start working towards what you want and your goals and all that sort of stuff, you feel better. Like I'm, it's scientifically, you will feel better about yourself and about life because you're working towards something. But I know if your mental health is not so hot and you're not in the best state of mind, then that can be a little bit harder. So that's how they do relate because personal development, you're going to see it in improvement and your self-esteem and your confidence and just your overall optimism towards life. But if you're in a bad mental state and, you know, situation, situational, something happened, you're in a bad mental state, it also relates to personal development where you're probably not going to be caring to go to the gym so much mm-hmm. or you're going to be a little less excited towards your goals. And it happens. So the two are correlated, 
Um, but mental health definitely is extremely important. Um, and I, I'm glad that us as a generation are talking about it more. Yeah, for sure. I think that a lot of us right now are chasing happiness and just chasing like the idea that life isn't always bad. And yeah, there's things that happen to us that suck, but I think it's like the way that you also respond to those things, which takes a lot of learning and takes a lot of practice. Like let's take like failure as an example. Like a lot of people have the fixed mindset that failure is bad and that failing is always bad, but people that have the growth mindset will say that failure is like taking that lesson from that failure and growing from that as well, you know? And that also relates to like mental health, because if you think of failure as something that's bad, that's going to harp on your brain. Like that's going to be like sitting in your brain and that's all you're going to think about. But changing the mindset also helps with happiness as well because if you have that growth mindset and you think that positively and everything is going to be okay you're not going to have that anxiety as well like anxiety really relates to that so yeah I definitely agree with that (laughs) yeah okay so the next one that I wanted to talk about was what are ways that people can get into personal development because I think there's a lot of like content going around on TikTok that's like be your best self like how to be that girl you know like I've had an episode about that as well but what do you think are ways that someone that's super new to this kind of concept can get into it um the personal development niche on social media kind of unpopular opinion (laughs) but I feel like they tell you this is how you be the best you possible. And it's just like a list of things. And it's like, if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll be the best person ever. And for the for at first of my journey, I did follow those. And I just realized like, it's not for me. You know, waking up super early might not be for everyone. It could be for you and it might make you a better person, but for most people, it's not. And I think there's a lot of different misconceptions and different tips that people are putting out there and without the disclaimer that hey this might not work for you so I think play around with what the personal development accounts on social media are saying Um, I know you know waking up early is (laughs) something that scares a lot of people and Mm -hmm. just try it because it might not be for you but you also might like it and you can you can find that it helps you be the best you possible there's lots of different ways that you can be the best you possible um but the biggest thing and I'm biased by saying this is like working out even if it's not weightlifting even if it's just like going on walks the smallest things the smallest activities moving your body it will definitely change how you see life (laughs) and your mindset on everything Um, it gives you a physical progress um, where you're seeing actual change and actual progress and actual growth like just from a body standpoint so then you can see it changes your mindset for work worth ethic that okay if I put in the work then my body will change if I put in the work here then my mindset will change or my money will change or it it just applies to everything. So I would say that's the biggest thing is starting to work out if you don't already work out consistently. Yeah. And what you said earlier about like 
there's so many different things that are on social media now. Like people say like, oh, you can't be productive unless you wake up at five in the morning. Like I would beg to disagree with that. Everyone has their own way of doing things and something that works for this person might not work for you. So I think it's definitely super important to play around and figure out like what you like and what makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, if getting up at five doesn't make you happy, why are you doing it? Like, don't do it. Like do what makes you happy. If getting up at like nine in the morning and going to sleep at 11 or 12 or something like that is your jam, by all means do that. Like that's the thing that makes me so mad is when people think like, if you're not, yeah. yeah, like if you're not waking up early, like you're not productive. If you're not like working in the morning, you're not productive. It's like, no, some people might want to work later in the night and that is completely okay. So don't like, like tell that person that that's wrong because it's not wrong. It's just their personal preference, but playing around with different ways that you can grow and like figuring out the things that you like is super, super important to me. Yeah. Yeah, we all have different working styles and preferences. And so that's why this question is a little bit hard because there is no one set way of doing things. It's about finding what works for you because I know if you see someone, let's say on TikTok doing something, you're like, oh, that seems cool. And you try it out and it's not for you, then it's not for you. Then move on and see what does work for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to talk about your small business and I don't have a business of my own now. So I want to know a little bit more about that. So first of all, what was it like launching something of your own? Like, was it exciting? Was it like absolutely terrifying? Like what was going through your head when you launched your small business? Yeah, I was actually very excited for it because I feel like my brand is an extension of me and I was just really excited to have something physically mine Um, before I started my brand and I don't know if I said this in the intro but yeah I have an activewear line and so before I started that I was doing social media management services for e-commerce brands after doing that for some time I was like I want to apply this but to something of mine like actually mine that I can just play around with and change and I don't have to listen to anyone else (laughs) it was very it was scary but at the same time I was excited that it was just my way of being creative and putting my vision out there it's just my way of doing that so it was exciting um it was intimidating just a whole bunch of different emotions as one can assume (laughs) yeah I can imagine because when you start something like that you're in a really vulnerable position because people are going to see what you're doing. They're going to comment on it. They're going to have their own thoughts about it. So like, did you ever have an experience where someone didn't believe in your vision or someone like wasn't really in tune with what you were doing, or maybe they made fun of it? Or like, did you ever have an experience like that? Um, I would say yes, but in terms of the business, a lot of people are way more supportive than I realized. Um, people are, you know, just even simply by following me, I think I see that as a level of support. And a lot of people are being supportive. And while there are like a few people that aren't supportive and are a little bit judgmental in comparison to the people that are supportive, it doesn't really mean much to me because um, I'm doing it for the people who are supportive and you know no other feeling can compare to knowing that people are out there supporting me and they're out there and they believe in my vision and they believe in me as a person so I would say 
the little people, like, you know, like 1% of people who aren't judgmental and hateful, it doesn't really matter to me at that point. But yeah, I've had a few comments, um, not so much in the business, but just for me as a person, like as a content creator, I'm sure you know how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I've had a real like blow up and it's like at like 300k views. Um, and so I just, I thought it was a, a plain old reel and I thought it was fine. Um, but then I looked at the comments and like literally there's so many people who were being mean. And I was like, how are you being mean? It's just a silly reel. So there's definitely a lot of haters when you put yourself out there like that. But again, there are more people who are supporting you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, it really, to me, it kind of just depends on like, where's your focus? If your focus is on people that are constantly being negative towards you, you're going to end up feeling like shit. You know what I mean? But if you're like always focusing on the people that are supporting you and giving thanks to that and being grateful for that, it changes a lot of what you're doing, right? Because if you perseverate on the negative, it's just going to end up in a shit storm. But the more you focus on the people that like are actually supporting you and making you happy, the more happier you'll be. So yeah. Um, so your activewear line, the name is Bolt, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So how did you come up with that? And like, is there like a certain meaning behind it? Like, what's the deal with that? Yeah. So when I first came up with the idea to create my brand, um, because I, I knew I wanted to start an activewear line and I knew I wanted to do an e-commerce. So I was like, okay, let's just do it. What am I waiting for? <laughs> um, so I just sat down and I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to market to young women because that's what I know. And that's what I am. So that's what, who I'm going to sell to. Mm-hmm. So I started brainstorming. I was like, what do young women who are in the gym and working out, like, what do they want? What do they need? What are their pain points? What's their life like? And then I started brainstorming. I started thinking about how I felt when I started getting into the gym. So I know for a lot of young women, we're like intimidated to play around with the free weights and the barbells and stuff like that. So we're Mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'll stick to the treadmill again, even though I don't really want to do it. (laughs) But that's just what feels comfortable. So I know for a lot of young women, it's, unheard of to be weightlifting and we're just like okay yoga or cardio Mm -hmm. and weights is quote-unquote for men and it's an outdated mindset but it's something that still is ingrained in us so I started thinking about that and how young women are taught to you know just stick to one thing and not be out there and start lifting and I was like why is that I wanted to give young women like the confidence and the comfort to be able to start weightlifting because it's for us too. So then I started thinking of branding and I started thinking about, okay, unapologetic girls, girls who are out there, girls who are bold, girls who are badass, girls who are just not Mm -hmm. afraid of anything, girls who are strong. And so I just started like writing down a bunch of words that gave me the same energy and I wrote down bolt and I was like oh okay I can get behind this (laughs) and so I was like okay bolt and I was like hmm kind of sounds like bold when you think of lightning bolt you think of someone energetic out there unapologetic yeah just not afraid to be themselves like okay out there crazy 
bold. Okay, we got it. And so I was like, hmm, okay, bold. What do I do now? Okay, hmm. And then I wrote down active and I was like, hmm, okay, I can get behind this. <laughs> and then I was like, bold active. Okay, kind of has a kind of has a catch to it. I'm kind of here for it. So that's kind of how I came up with the name. I explained the same story to one of my graphic designer friends who I met in like high school and then she was like I got you and then she made me a logo and it's perfect it's exactly what I was envisioning so it is a lightning a lightning bolt and then it says bolt in the middle <laughs> that's so cool I I honestly love that because I totally agree what you said about women not having the confidence or like the stigma that women are not supposed to lift weights and it's not like womanly quote-unquote to lift yeah. weights but like that is so old. Like that is mm-hmm. something that like you probably could say in like maybe the seventies and it would fly, but times are changing. Right. And I think it's really empowering that women are stepping up and like taking a place in the freeway section and not being apologetic about it because the gym should be a safe space for everyone. The gym yeah. should be a space where people can come to, to, work on themselves and just focus on getting better and focus on bettering themselves. So yeah, we really need more women empowerment in the gym for sure. So I love that that's a core part of your brand. Um, But in terms of creating the brand, like what were the key steps in doing so? What did you have to think about? Was there anything that like popped out of nowhere that you were like not expecting? Like how did that work? There's so many things that I was not expecting. I already kind of touched on the first few steps, which is like figuring out my market, figuring out their pain points and figuring out the branding aspects. So like a brand name, a brand concept, a brand mission, you know, color scheme, all that stuff. So that was kind of the first steps. And then I was like, okay, Well, for me, I don't know how it is for other businesses, but for retail fashion, I had to come up with a manufacturer and I was like, okay, I definitely want this to be like someone not sus because if you type in Mm -hmm. like manufacturers on Google, like it's just really suspicious websites. And I'm just like, I don't think this is the best quality. So it took me some time to find a manufacturer that I could trust. And I was like, okay, so these are my designs do what you wish with them and they were like okay sounds good we'll send you the samples in a couple of months and I was like okay I'll I'll wait (laughs) so I paid um the sample fee and I was like so like where are my samples at a couple months later and then they were like oh um actually um for some reason we haven't started them (laughs) so oh my god I was like oh okay I'm just gonna find a different manufacturer um so that was a big thing a big like thing that actually caught me off guard and then I found a different one and luckily they were able to (laughs) give me my stuff that's good Um, yeah so say finding a manufacturer one that aligns with what you want as a company and what your morals are because a lot of manufacturers treat their workers differently or they have different styles or they're easier to work with or they're more custom so just finding a manufacturer is the next step I would say in the branding process um from there I like created websites and my social media so that way no one like could follow me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um a space where people oh my gosh I'm sorry where people knew that I existed (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just having a social media is a good place to start and you know just posting random stuff even before you launch 
So that's what I did. And after I launched, um, I focused on growing and marketing. I did ads, not a big fan of that <laughs> because I felt like I was like throwing money down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what's been working for me is just focusing on growing my personal brand, which I like anyway, because I can build relationships with people and help people more intimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and then I'm going to throw in one last question. So what would you say is your best piece of advice for someone that wants to start a small business, but doesn't know how to start, like what to do? Maybe they're scared of doing so. What would you tell them? Hmm. My biggest piece of advice is solve problems. So when you start a business, we're kind of just like, okay, I'm going to sell something and I'm going to sell it for a little bit more than what it's worth. And I'm going to profit and be really rich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's not how it works. Definitely listen to your market and listen to your customers and what they want and see, okay, there's a problem here. How do I solve this? That's definitely the biggest business tip ever that I would give because I didn't start seeing sales until I started thinking seriously 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 about my market and not just me and what I thought was cute (laughs) yeah I would say that's awesome yeah that's awesome okay well that's everything I had for today so thank you so much for coming on it was really fun having you thank you for having me so feel free to plug your socials plug your podcast where can people find you yeah, so on Instagram and TikTok, it's just my name, Ria Patog. So R-I-A-P-A-T-A-G. And I also did an episode with Kenzie, which will be going up soon. And maybe by the time you hear this, it'll be up. <laughs> so if you just type in Growth Over Comfort Podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anything, you'll find me or it'll be in my Instagram. Yay, perfect. All right. So if you want to go check her out, definitely go and do that. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me.